Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. How Will Houston Handle the Deluge of Hurricane Harvey? By Nick Stockton and Megan Maltini. Hurricanes are classified according to their wind speed, but a truer measure of their destructive potential would also include their moisture level. Just before making landfall on Friday night, Hurricane Harvey jumped up to become a Category 4 hurricane with sustained winds of 130 miles per hour. More dangerously, though, it's also packing enough moisture to drop 20 inches or more of rain across Texas's Gulf Coast. As early as Wednesday, Governor Greg Abbott declared a state of emergency so the Gulf region would be eligible for federal disaster relief. They'll likely need it. The current forecast predicts that Harvey, which was downgraded to a tropical storm on Saturday, will stall out over East Texas for days. Yet, while seven counties had ordered evacuations by Friday, Houston, home to 2.3 million people, didn't. Its mayor told residents to weather it out rather than clog highways leading out of the city. And by Sunday evening, Harris County, Houston's encircling jurisdiction, became one of 18 counties across Texas that had been declared a federal disaster area. Those counties contain 7 million people, nearly a quarter of the state's population. In the city of Houston, nine shelters have opened up to take in people fleeing their homes. This isn't Houston's first rodeo. The city designed its layout for drainage, with copious reservoirs and dams to store and shed the downpour without inundating residents. But the region's front line of defense are its wetlands. These soak up moisture that would otherwise flood Houston. And this weekend's deluge threatens to overrun both the built and natural systems. Just to give you a lowdown on the area, it's wet, it's flat, and it's going to be really wet in the next couple of days, says John Jacob, the director of the Texas Coastal Watershed Program at Texas A&M University. Any rain that falls in Harris County can run to sea through any of the county's 22 watersheds. That might sound like a lot of drainage potential, but the highest point in the county is only 125 feet above sea level, which means the water can pool up very quickly. To mitigate the buildup, Houston turns to two main engineered systems, the Attics and Barker Dams and Reservoirs. 
These were designed to protect the downtown area, says Randy Cephas, a spokesperson for the Army Corps of Engineers Galveston Division. They are dry reservoirs, meaning the dams are wide open and water is flowing freely until the heavier rains arrive. The flood-prone city has one of the most sophisticated networks of gauges in the country. Once those reach critical levels, the dam's safety officer will order the floodgates closed and the reservoirs will fill up. Combined, the Attics and Barker Reservoirs can hold 410,000 acre-feet of water. 20 inches of rain across Harris County adds up to about 1,894,980 acre-feet. Don't let that number scare you. Harris County has all those other watersheds, plus a tendon flood control schema, which I'll get into a little later. But neither should you be relieved. Attics and Barker are on the northwestern end of Houston, which means a lot of the water they take up will come from outside Harris County. Acts of God don't abide by earthly borders. Attics and Barker are also in the middle of a $75 million safety upgrade. The system was built in the 1930s, and the Army Corps of Engineers recently finished a coffer dam that will function in place of the regular flow and the construction crews still on the ground might actually help things out. We were able to modify the contract on the heavy equipment and resources like the quarry so they can help us out, moving rocks and sandbags in a more expeditious manner, says Cephas. The Houston suburbs have their own protective measures. One of the biggest projects is Bray's Bayou, the watershed of which encompasses 700,000 people. Parts of this watershed flooded in 2015 and 2016. The Braze Bayou Project, a joint endeavor of the Army Corps and Harris County Flood Control District, is several years behind schedule on a $480 million upgrade. Project manager Gary Zika says the upgrade is almost complete. For this flood, his workers will focus on keeping drains clear of rubbish and keeping the public aware of the flood levels. Houston, and much of East Texas, was built over a wet coastal plain. Historically, when we consider the undisturbed landscape, 30% of it was covered with wetlands, says Jacob. That gave us about a third an acre foot of water retention in every acre of land. That's pretty significant, considering Harris County currently requires every paved acre of land to have one-half acre foot of water retention. Paving them over just means humans have to spend more money creating and building artificial means to store and route storm runoff to the sea. All that free water storage has been lost to agriculture and urban sprawl. The wetlands are important, but they aren't magic. If you get 16, 17, 18 inches, the prairie is going to flood, says Jacob. But he points out that the built retention is only meant to hold 100-year flood event-type rainfall. Well, 15 to 20 inches, like what's going to fall this weekend, is more like a 20-year storm, says Jacob. The measure of a storm's destructive potential is a sliding scale. At 8 p.m. on Friday night, the Corps ordered both dams closed. Two hours later, Harvey made landfall near Rockport, Texas. Over the next 24 hours, the storm dumped more than 24 inches of rain over sections of Houston, according to the National Weather Service. The NWS declared a flash flood emergency Sunday evening following reports of water reaching the second stories of houses and apartment buildings in the southern parts of the city. 
The Weather Service is warning that over the next few days, rainfall could reach as much as 50 inches in some places, which would be the highest levels ever recorded in the state of Texas. I know for a fact this is the worst flood Houston has ever experienced, an NWS meteorologist told a Houston Chronicle reporter. What does that mean for the city's dams? As of Sunday evening, the Attics Reservoir had risen to just over 98 feet and Barker to 93 feet, according to Corps statistics and the Harris County Flood Warning System. Corps officials announced Sunday evening that because of the extreme nature of the ongoing weather in the area, they will have to release intermittent amounts of water from both reservoirs to reduce the risk to the heart of downtown, home to the city's largest hospital, as well as the George R. Brown Convention Center, which is preparing to shelter 1,000 people Sunday night. The releases will likely occur late Sunday evening into early Monday morning and are expected to submerge roadways and perhaps some homes immediately adjacent to the reservoirs. If the rain continues to fall at its current pace, it's also likely that water will go over the uncontrolled spillways at the ends of both dams. And while that's an intentional part of the dam's designs, it will be the first time in their 60-plus year history that it's ever happened. Typically, we just close the gates until it stops raining, says Mario Benningfield, a hydraulic engineer with the Army Corps of Engineers Galveston District, reached by phone Sunday night. But given the magnitude of this storm, the releases are looking more and more necessary to keep the integrity of the dams in place. It may still go over the ends, but at least we can reduce the amount that goes uncontrolled downstream into downtown. The Corps expressed utmost confidence that their structures are working the way they're supposed to. But in an unfolding natural disaster of unprecedented scale, even they don't know what's going to happen next. They're working with state, county, and federal officials to get the best information they can to residents near the reservoirs and in downtown. But everyone is still just taking it an hour and an inch at a time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.